Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind, where we dig deep and shed light on the mental side of sports for athletes and coaches by having open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind. I am your host, Taylor Cook, and I know it's been a while since we've released an episode, and there's a very good reason for this, which I'm about to explain. Um, But that is because we've had a slight change to the way that we have been hosting our podcast for the last year and a half. And that is, unfortunately, that our lovely co-host, Lauren, finds herself just really, really busy with coaching, where she's not able to uh, fully commit to hosting on our show anymore which is deeply deeply upsetting of course um i think i can speak uh for for all of our listeners that lou has been an absolute dream to have on here you know she's got lots of great advice insights and you know just a a genuinely good-hearted person and i'm very sad to see that she's unable to continue but i also uh, understand and respect her decision because uh, as as many of you know whether you're an athlete or a coach you know your work life balance is just so important and uh, if if you aren't able to stay committed to something then it's better to uh, step away and handle things in your own capacity so Lauren and I know that you you know couldn't be here to record a farewell episode but I wanted to say thank you so much for, you know, the last year and a half. This has been such an incredible journey for the both of us, I think. And uh, hopefully in the future, we'll be able to bring you back on as a guest instead of a host. Or if you ever have the opportunity to come back as host, then by all means. But uh, we wish you the best of luck, Lauren. And all of your coaching endeavors, both, you know, hockey coach related and also mental coach related as well. And so on that note, talking about change, uh, I decided that it was great to talk about how is it that athletes can actually work on navigating change a little bit better. How is it that we can work on adapting to changes as they come up in our lives, whether it be in sport or just in everyday life, of course. So, you know, adaptability is really crucial for athletes, right? It often is going to make the difference between success and struggle, no matter which sport you play. It's the ability to adjust to changes and changing circumstances, to be able to learn from setbacks and to evolve in response to these challenges where you're going to see a lot of personal and professional growth. So in this episode, we are going to explore why adaptability is such a valuable asset for athletes and coaches and how it can actually enhance your performance and your career longevity. So let's just dive right into it here. I think everybody can agree that change is a very natural part of sports, right? Like we have to adapt on the fly all the time, especially when we're in game scenarios. 
Uh, but there's other types of changes that can happen throughout your athletes' careers, right? So we have coaching changes, you know, changing in team dynamics. There's injuries that people have to endure and work through, rule changes. And these are only sports-specific changes. This doesn't include anything to do with realms outside of your sport. So we all know that there's lots of changes that can go on there, whether that's having to move cities or move houses, or maybe there's a lot of changes in some of your personal relationships, whether that's with family, friends, or significant others. All of these have the ability to impact your performance if you are not able to adapt and adjust as necessary. So change is obviously very inevitable. Whether you're having a new coach or different teammates or traveling for your sports, uh, the, the competition is just continuously evolving, which means that you also have to be able to adjust and adapt to evolve with the game. And so those who learn to adapt quickly and effectively actually gain the competitive edge because they can you know, pivot very, very quick. And if you're someone who has a very difficult time with change, it's nothing to be ashamed about, but it is something to recognize that it's a weakness and how is it that I can actually work to improve being able to better adapt to some of the changes that come up in my life. So if we look at some examples from famous athletes, I think one of the, the biggest you know, real changes for a professional athlete uh, is best seen with Michael Jordan, right? He was absolutely owning it in basketball and then wanted a change and ended up switching to baseball and had to completely adjust and adapt everything about the way that he trained, the way that he prepared for the games, for the practices. And then obviously he eventually ended up going back to basketball, but it just proves the point, right? That he had to completely change everything that he was doing his training style his practice style everything had to be adapted to this new environment new circumstances and this is something that you will most likely have to do in your own career as well and if i take some examples from my own experience i think one of the biggest changes for me it has been consistently moving to different countries, right? Like I, I grew up in Canada. I played in Canada my whole life, went to university on the East Coast, which was, you know, 15 hour drive from where I'm from. So I had to completely move my life to a different province. And then even after I graduated from university, I uprooted again and ended up coming to Europe and still switching from Hungary to Norway, now to Germany. And last year playing with Kazakhstan, it was all over the place. And it was a lot of change all the time. But my previous experience from moving, from uprooting and changing and just trying to find my routine again, came in handy because I had done it so many times in the past that I knew with the utmost certainty that no matter what happened, things were going to work out. And so 
when it comes to dealing with some of these changes, I think it's also important to point out that there's a lot of psychological and emotional challenges that come along with these and, and trying to adapt to them. And so some of the most common responses are things such as fear of uncertainty, loss of familiarity, self-doubt, performance pressure, identity crisis, isolation, uh, physical and mental fatigue, overwhelm, and so much more. And so to navigate these challenges, athletes really need to work through some of these emotional experiences that they're having, oftentimes with a sports psychologist or a mental performance coach, and find like a support network so they're able to develop some strategies for coping with these changes. Because if we start to let fear of uncertainty, self-doubt, you know, identity crisis, pressure to perform, if we start to let these type of things impact the way that we show up in our sport, then we're not going to be playing to the best of our abilities. And ultimately, you're selling yourself short because you know that you can perform better than that. But because you're refusing to acknowledge and to work through some of those things, it's, of course, going to cause some performance problems. And we don't want to see that happen, obviously. And the same goes for coaches here, too, right? Like I'm talking a lot about athletes, but coaches have to deal with a lot of these same challenges as well. And I'm hoping in the future to get some more uh, coaches on this podcast because, yeah, after, you know, retiring from the uh, the athlete side and now stepping into coaching, um, I really start to recognize like just uh, how much I underappreciated many of the things that my coaches had to do every single day. And they oftentimes don't get credit for the amount of work that they put in. So hopefully going to have some more coaches come on here in the future. But to get back to what I was saying, you know, some strategies to help you work through this would include mindfulness and relaxation techniques, some goal setting, right? If you have, um, you know, some fear around the uncertainty or like the loss of familiarity, it's really good to set some goals for yourself to just inch by inch step out of that comfort zone to try new things or to go new places, just a little stretch and then come back to your your comfort zone and then you start to realize like this is actually a good thing so that comfort zone starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger uh, visualization of course is always a really great great technique and i think one of the biggest and also less talked about strategies is just open communication talking to your coaches, talking to your teammates and telling them, hey, you know, I'm struggling with X, Y, Z right now. Would you be able to help me? Would you be able to provide some advice or insight or support so I can try to work through this without it really impacting the way that I'm showing up in practice or showing up in, in games? I think by now it's clear that the ability to adapt, to change, to uncertainty is such an important aspect for all athletes, all coaches, and honestly, just for every person in everyday life. But adaptability isn't just about physical adjustments. 
It's also about working on your mental resilience. So athletes need the mental strength to cope with setbacks, injuries, and unexpected changes in their careers. And by building this resilience, it's actually going to help you to stay focused on your goals and to also recover from some disappointments or some setbacks or any challenges that you face in that time as well. Okay. And let's talk about injuries real quick, because that is such a difficult thing to work through, depending on the type of injury that you have, because it's, you know, you have minor injuries, we have major injuries, and we also have like career ending injuries. And so it can be hard to cope with something like that, right? You could be in your peak and then you could have this absolutely brutal injury that ends your career just like that. All of a sudden you're left wondering like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life if I can't play my sport now? And oftentimes I think we see this with um, very serious head injuries, but these are some things that can come up and it's so good to be able to have strategies in place to work through some of those things. So from my own experience, you know, I had um, MCL reconstructive surgery in April of 2021 and I could have easily said, you know, I'm a goalie. My knees are like the most beat up things ever right now. Having this surgery is only going to make, my movements worse. It's only going to cause me to uh, have more issues in my game and I'm not going to be able to keep up and it's going to be too much. Like I could have gone down this rabbit hole of self-doubt and started to experience some of that identity crisis. Um, but I chose to look at it from a different perspective. When this happened, I said to myself that there is absolutely no way that I was going to let this knee surgery derail me from playing my sport if that's exactly what I wanted to do and so retirement was not the option it was not an option it was I'm going to go and do this rehab every single day and I tracked almost every single day all the exercises that I was doing I tracked via video so I could have something to uh, like start to see my progress over time and then once I finally got to the end of my physiotherapy, then I was, okay, slowly stepping out on the ice, making um, minor adjustments as I went along to ease myself back into the sport. And so I didn't end up playing until the 22-23 um, the season. So technically I had a season off and then I jumped back in, but... I did it at my own pace. I did it in a sustainable way. And I made sure that I was tracking everything so I could sustain my motivation, my determination, and really just work on adapting to everything that was coming at me in my own time. And so that's just one example of how adaptability can really help you persevere over the long term. And another way that athletes are able to adapt is to perform under pressure. I think it's, you know, it goes without saying that some of the best athletes are the ones who are able to adapt to pressure situations and actually play 
at their very best, no matter what the stakes are, no matter what type of pressure pressure they're experiencing. Okay, so they're less likely to be thrown off by unexpected developments during a game or competition or also outside of the sports arena as well. Because we all know that what happens you know, outside of the rink or outside of our sport oftentimes will impact the way that we show up to practice, to games, all of these things. Um, but the best athletes really learn how to uh, manage their emotions and to get a little bit more perspective, especially in regards to pressure. I know that we've done an episode on uh, performance pressure in the past, so I recommend you go back in and give that a listen if that's something that you struggle with. And of course, athletes that are able to adapt are also most likely to have longer careers because they're able to transition into different roles within their sport and they're able to adapt to different training conditions and really work to accommodate any sort of changing physical ability. So, of course, this goes back to talking about injuries, but it also is a good good thing to, to point out that they're able to transition to different roles. And for those that don't know what I mean when I say this is that within every team, everybody has a role to play. And if I pull from my own experience, um, you know, in my first year of university, my goalie partner and I, we would play like every other game, battling it out. That way we could see who was going to be chosen to be first string goalie come playoff time. And unfortunately, I was on the losing end of this stick. And it was absolutely devastating at the time because I hadn't really hadn't really had to experience this before. So this was completely new. I didn't know how to handle it. And so I was deeply, deeply upset, like very, I don't know if resentful is the right word, but I was not happy with the situation, right? Like no one wants to be sitting on the bench watching the game happen uh, when you could be out there playing. And that's obviously one of the major challenges that a lot of goalies have to deal with. And maybe that's something to talk about in a future episode as well. Um, but to digress here, um, the same thing happened in my fourth and fifth year at school. And I was able to take from my first year experience of getting sat on the bench and learn from that experience because I had obviously grown, matured, experienced a lot more in those in those years between but when it came to you know my fifth year especially I had um I had dislocated my knee for the third time and so the last preseason game pretty much ended my season and it was really challenging of course like not only dealing with injury but also dealing with the fact that I had like no season left in front of me And by the time that I was ready to get back on the ice, my goalie partner was absolutely on a roll and you can't take the ball away from someone when they're, you know, doing such a good job. And so, you know, I had to learn from my first year and I had to recognize that I have a role to play on this team. And although I might not be able to be the goalie that's in the net right now, I am still an important part of this team. And I am still a leader to a, to a certain extent here. Like, yeah, there's no C's or A's on a goalie's jersey, but uh, I always felt 
don't know, I think it was always like the grandma for the team. So, um, you know, I knew that I had a role to play still. And even though it might not, might not have been the one that I wanted it to be, um, it was still important that I play my job right. And had I maybe acted differently, maybe we wouldn't have had such a great season like we did. You know, like small things can truly change the large outcome. So just something to think about in terms of like, how are you able to adapt? Are you able to adapt and adjust to some of these things that come up in your careers? So what are some practical strategies that athletes or coaches uh, can use when it comes to really embracing change and learning how to adjust and adapt to uncertainty and to different circumstances. And I think two of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give to any athlete is to really, one, foster a growth mindset when you're embracing these new challenges. Look at it from a growth perspective. Like this isn't something that's holding you back, but this is an opportunity for you to step up. This is an opportunity for you to embrace change, to grow, to learn right? Looking at things from a growth mindset has actually been one of the most beneficial things for me in my career and also in my life. And one of the things that I've always said to myself now for some years is that everything happens for a reason. And that is my mantra, more or less, you know, no matter what happens, I might not understand the reason for it now. And I might not even like it no matter what, but no matter what, I'm also going to learn from this. And I'm also going to turn this to be something in my favor rather than something that's working against me. So this is something that I did not only with um, not getting the starting spot, but also with working through my injury. You know, how is it that I can come back better than I was before this? Like, what is it that I need to be doing? How is it that I can learn more? And honestly, especially with the injury, I learned a lot about how is it that I can improve um, like my knee stability? What are some exercises that I should be doing every day? And these are things that, you know, especially during my physio and like early on after my physio, these are things that I did all the time. Second is being able to really set proper goals. So long-term and short-term goals through navigating changes. And so you can obviously refer back to the episode that Lauren and I recorded, uh, the last one, on uh, setting goals for the upcoming season. That will be super helpful in this. But just to give a very quick oversight, it's good to have your long-term goal and then to break it down into more smaller short-term goals. And I call these like milestone goals. So this is something that really is letting you know that you are on the right path you are seeing some progress towards your ultimate goal that you're working towards. But this is like, how is it that I can navigate these changes better than I am right now? And so many athletes have to travel a lot, right? So how is it that you can better prepare for some of these experiences? How is it that you can slowly start to step outside your comfort zone and come back and if I'm thinking specifically in and around moving and traveling, like once you've gotten to that destination where you are, okay, like maybe it's doing something every week that's 
new, visiting a new place or going out with new teammates so you can slowly start to adapt and experience different, you know, different activities in this new place that you're in. Because that's one of the best things about sports is it's able to take you to so many places in the world these days. And if you are someone who is like deeply um, scared of changes or you just are uncomfortable with changes, it could be really challenging for you. So just taking some time to figure out, okay, like how can I do this in a sustainable way where it's not going to be so overwhelming that I'm just going to freeze up and get tense and just decide that I'm not going to do it at all. So those are two of my um, my best advice in terms of learning to navigate and embrace changes is to foster a growth mindset and to really work on setting some sustainable goals for yourself to start to slowly adjust and navigate to changes. And after this, I think one of the most underrated, as I've already said before, but also deeply beneficial um, strategies is open communication, working on building a support system, right? Like I think a lot of athletes tend to shy away from talking to their coaches and teammates about some things. And I think it's very well displayed, especially when we're talking about mental health, right? changes or, or or the inability to adjust to change has a very serious impact on your psychological well-being. And so it's very important for you to at least find a friend or a teammate or someone to be able to talk about these situations with. Now, I recommend talking with teammates because I'm sure that they've also been through some of those same experiences as you and might be able to provide some advice or insight or to help you along the way to adjusting to these new environments, to these new circumstances. But it's also a great idea to have open communications with your coach. And every coach is different. I can't speak for anybody else, but I, as many of you listeners know, I'm a huge advocate of athlete-centered coaching, and one of those pillars for me as a coach is making sure that I have an open-door policy with athletes. So making sure that they know that they can come and talk to me anytime that they need something, no matter what. If you have a problem, if you're having a hard time, if you have some exciting news, tell me, like, yeah, let's go. Let's have a conversation, right? I know not every coach is like this. But maybe I should leave a note here while we're uh, talking about it uh, to any coaches that are listening. Please do not underestimate the power of having open communication with your athletes. You're creating a, an environment of trust when you're doing this. And the more trust that you have between your athletes and you, the better off the team chemistry is often going to be as well. So uh, athletes. If you're having a difficult time navigating changes, talk to somebody, have a support system in place. And I know if you're traveling, if you're far away from home, it can be challenging, but technology is in this case, your best friend. Uh, I personally call my mom like every other day. So, um, you know, being six hours away uh, in time change and I don't know, like 1500 
2000, I don't know how many kilometers it is. It's a long ways away, but anyway, yeah, like work on creating that support system for yourself. That way you're going to be able to better adapt in the future as you start to experience more of these repeating uh, changes in the future. I think it's safe to say that adaptability, you know, isn't just a survival skill for athletes, but it's a pathway to success. Athletes who embrace change, who work on cultivating some mental resilience and are able to adjust their strategies and their tactics are going to be better positioned to thrive in this dynamic world of sports. So please, if you did not already have pen and paper beforehand, go back, listen again, take some notes, you know, think about what it is in your own performance that you have a hard time adjusting to and think, okay, what role do I play in the situation and how can I change my strategies to perform better, to be able to adjust, right? So that's what I'm leaving you with. Thank you so much again for listening and for your continued support. Um, yeah, moving forward, all of our social media. Wow, I'm so used to saying our, like Lauren, you're not here. This is okay. Thank you again for your continued support, for listening and supporting and sharing the podcast with friends, with family, uh, and with your coaches or with other athletes. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you feel so moved that this episode is of some value to you, please go ahead and hit that follow button on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. And uh, moving forward, of course, there's going to be some changes in the way that we structure our episodes. However, I think you're still going to get a lot of really great content value. We're going to be working on bringing on some more surprise guests, hopefully some coaches, maybe some athletes as well in the future. And uh, if you have any questions about mental performance, or if you are interested in stepping up your mental game, then please go ahead and check out tailored-minds.com. This is my coaching website where you can find some of the services that I offer to my athletes. And go ahead, while you're at it, give us a follow on social media. And I think that is it. So thank you all again and we'll see you next week.